Wishing Day by Lauren Miracle Chapter 15 Natasha had time to read the note exactly once before Daria burst in triumphantly wiggling an Allen wrench in the air. Aha! Daria crowded. But you forgot this trick, didn't you? Daria, she clutched the note to her chest. What are you doing? Get out! Daria sauntered to Natasha's bed and dropped down beside her. She tossed the Allen wrench onto Natasha's nightstand. You don't always trust me, you know. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Natasha said. She kept the note pressed to her chest. She wanted to move it, to sit it on it, or to hide it, or put it in her pocket. But she didn't want Daria to notice. You just broke into my room, she said. Why in the world should I trust you? Daria eyed the note. She lifted her gaze to Natasha's. Natasha shoved the note under her thigh. Go away. Daria leaned back on her forearms. She straightened her legs and wiggled her toes, which were now covered by blue socks with penguins on them. I borrowed another pair of your socks from the mudroom. They're cute. Can I keep them? Daria, Natasha's voice jumped in the way of almost crying. It surprised her. It surprised Daria, too. She sat up straight and said, What is it? What's going on? For real? Natasha shook her head. Everything seemed too big. Too much. She refolded the note with sharp, angry movements and gave it to Daria. Why not? Daria stared at Natasha for a long moment. Natasha didn't trust herself to speak. Daria placed the note between them on the bed. She didn't open it. Natasha, I'm not out to get you, but I'm your sister. Doesn't that count for anything? Natasha shrugged. When they were younger, Daria had idolized Natasha. Natasha, in return, had been a really good big sister. She included Daria and stuff. She made her laugh. She watched out for her, and she never teased her, not in an unkind way. They'd grown apart, though. Eventually, Daria had wanted to be more than just Natasha's adoring little sister. Maybe that was what started it. She'd wanted to be her own person. The gall. Natasha had known her reaction was ridiculous, but she'd felt rejected. Daria had found her own circle of friends. Maybe she liked them more than she liked Natasha. So Natasha had pulled away too, out of pride. At home, Natasha began paying more attention to Ava than Daria, and when Daria brought it up, she'd pretended not to understand. We can't leave her out just because she's littler, she told Daria. I'm not saying we should, Daria had said. I just, I miss us, don't you? I'm right here, Natasha had replied coolly. I haven't gone anywhere. Daria's face had crumpled and Natasha had shrugged and turned away. Hey, Ava, she called. Want to play slapjack? Natasha had done that. For the first time in her life, she'd hurt Daria's feelings on purpose. The distance between Natasha and Daria had plenty of other causes. 
Both sisters allowed it to grow. But when Natasha looked at Daria now, she felt a great hole of regret. A tear and then another trickled down her cheek. Natasha, Daria said, putting her arm around Natasha and pulling her close. She stroked Natasha's hair. Did something bad happen? Daria asked. Does it have to do with Benton? Did you honestly steal his marble? Natasha Hitch laughed. It's not his. Or it might be. I don't know. I don't know whose it is. She pulled back and swiped at her eyes. Or, wow, maybe it's Aunt Elena's. From when she was little? The one the bird lady supposedly gave her? Natasha was astonished. She told you that story? When? A long time ago, Daria said. Let me see it again. Natasha gave her the marble. Daria held it up to the light and turned it this way and that. She shook her head definitively and said, Nope, not hers. She tossed it to Natasha, whose fingers closed around it as if They'd been created for the very purpose. How do you know? Natasha asked. It's round. So? Aunt Elena's was shaped like an egg. A blue glass egg. But mine's the size of an egg. And my eyeball is the size of your eyeball, Daria made an impatient sound. A blue glass egg. That's how she described it. A blue glass egg that Aunt Elena probably made up, but a blue glass egg. She jerked her chin at the marble. Would you describe that as an egg? It's blue. Lots of things are blue. Daria drew her whole body onto the bed and sat cross-legged. She adjusted her feet until her toes were tucked beneath her knees. Can I read the note? Natasha bit her lip, then nodded. Daria picked it up and unfolded it. Her eyes moved across the paper. She lifted her head and asked, What does it mean? Natasha leaned over and retrieved the other two notes from beneath her bed, where they'd lain smooth and flat between the pages of her journal. She passed them to Daria. Daria read each one aloud. You don't know how special you are. Lots of people don't know how special you are. But I do, and you are. She put that one to the side. You don't know how beautiful you are either. Daria glanced up. Natasha shrugged. Daria returned to the note. You should smile more, Natasha. When you smile, it lights up your face. She placed that one with the other. She lifted the most recent note and read it aloud. Would you like to talk? She set it down. She studied Natasha. So... So, Natasha repeated, you either have a stalker or a secret admirer, or both. Daria put all three notes together, tapped them against her thigh, and returned the stack to Natasha. Do you want to talk to him? If they're from Benton, then yes, she said. She bunched her bedspread in her hands. But what if they're not? And what would I say to him? Hmm, Daria said. Just to be clear, you swear you didn't write them yourself, right? Daria. Daria arched her eyebrows. 
Maybe you wrote them yourself and didn't even know it. Maybe you have a split personality. Natasha revised her opinion of Daria's new and caring personality. She picked up her notes, rose from the bed, and said, I've totally got a split personality. You nailed it. And now, would you please leave like I've been asking you to do all along? Wait, I take it back. Too late, Natasha said stiffly. Daria uncrossed her legs and stood up. Okay, let me think. The notes could be from Benton. It's possible. He's not going out with anybody, and he travels between crowds, if you know what I mean. No, Natasha said. Sometimes he hangs out with popular kids. Sometimes he hangs out with the jocks. She pinned Natasha with her stare. He's friends with nerdy kids, too. Like me? I'm nerdy? Duh, and Stanley is best friend. Natasha walked across her room and opened her door. She wasn't rude. She wasn't defensive, she hoped. She just stood by her door and waited. Daria rolled her eyes. Have you told Ava? You should tell Ava. She's 12 now, you know. Why, yes, I do. And she's sneaky. So she's good at figuring out other people's sneakiness. Thanks for your input. Bye. Daria took her own sweet time strolling from the bed to the door. Next weekend is the spring festival. Everyone will be there. We can hunt down Benton and, like, watch him. Awesome plan. You should be a detective. Daria reached Natasha and paused. They were the same height, but not for long, Natasha feared. Soon Daria would be taller than she was. I think it's cool, Daria said. I wish someone would leave me secret love notes. Natasha started to reply, but stopped. What are you going to tell him, Daria asked. Yes, you want to talk, or no, you don't. And how are you going to tell him? Natasha felt ill. She had no idea. We, you could wear a shirt, maybe. We could use a Sharpie and write yes or no across it. No, thank you, Natasha said faintly. Regardless, we need to stake out the scene together, you, me, and Ava, just in case the notes are from a stalker. I don't think they are because they didn't give me a bad feeling. They didn't send off more warning vibes, you know? Warning vibes? Stake out the scene? Daria would never talk like this in front of her friends. But here she was, talking exactly like this to Natasha. Oh, Daria said. What? Natasha said. What about Molly? You're probably going to the spring festival with Molly. She looked disappointed, but tried to cover it up. What does not Molly think about the notes? I haven't told her. You haven't? I don't know why I haven't. I just haven't. I probably should, huh? Up to you, Daria said neutrally. Molly's great, Natasha said, and all of a sudden feeling like a jerk. I know she is. It's just sometimes she can be a little judgy. I've never seen her be judgy. Natasha twisted the fingers of one hand with her other hand. Nothing about this conversation was going how Natasha would have thought. 
But it doesn't matter because Molly isn't going to the spring festival, she told Daria. She's... Natasha frowned. Molly wouldn't be at the spring festival because... Ugh. Why wouldn't Molly be at the spring festival again? Her cousin's bar mitzvah, she exclaimed. She's going to her cousin's bar mitzvah with her parents. She's going to be out of town for the whole weekend. Huh, Darius said. Yeah, Natasha said, feeling even more like a jerk. Molly had told Natasha all about her bar mitzvah and getting to go shopping to find a new outfit and how she hoped her cousin's cute friend would be there. His name was Mason or Curtis, something like that. How had Natasha spaced that out? Daria flipped her hair over her shoulder and shook her head so that the curls went, fell just the way she wanted. All right, then. I'm glad we had this little chat. On Saturday, we'll go to the festival. She strolled out of the room. From the hall, she turned back. Does this by any chance have to do with your wishing day wishes? Daria asked. Natasha grew flustered. You don't believe in wishing day wishes. You don't believe in magic, period. Never said I did. Then why does it matter? Derry regarded Natasha with what looked an awful lot like pity. Because you do.